You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this beautiful Tuesday, February, February, what month is it? February 23rd. Yeah. I can't talk, but it's a great month, and uh, we're glad you're here with us today celebrating the Word of God. That's what happens on Morning Breath. We take a chapter, read it, spend some time in it, and then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about all the great stuff in the chapter. My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. As we get into Proverbs, I keep thinking it's Proverbs 9, but it's Proverbs 14. 14. Today, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. a good one. I don't know why 9's in my head, but uh, it was mm-hmm. the first thing I read this morning. I read 9, and I went, wait a minute. Yeah, we've already done this. Yeah, this is that was last week or something. Yep. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, doing great. Excited to be here as always. And if you want to stay connected with Morning Break, the easiest way is through the East Coast app or on our website, which is eccc.us. That's eccc.us. You can go on there to get information, the events for the church, past sermons, the Morning Breath episodes, or you can follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321 321- 452-1060, and we would be honored to either email or even mail out a devotion guide for Morning Breath or anything you might ever want from the church. Yeah. What's this podcast thing? Yeah. So the podcast is great. You can do it either through the podcast app, which comes on the Apple devices, or if you're on Android, you can use Stitcher or Spotify is probably the most popular app right now for doing podcasts. And it's great. It will just push the episode to you every time it gets released. You just open your app or it will do a push notification and say, hey, you got a new episode. Nice. It's right there in your pocket. I love it. Very I, cool. I was an early adopter of podcasts and I regret that I didn't do something with it. A good friend in like 2006 said, you really should start a podcast because he knew I was into him. And he's like, do a video podcast. And I told him this week, I was like, that could have been something, but you know. I didn't yeah. really want to do all the work. It's hard work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot yeah. of content. Well, I appreciate all the hard work because there's a lot of great content out there, whatever you want to listen is. to or see. Or, it's incredible. You know, uh, it's it's pretty powerful. Anything you want to really learn, any great speaker that you know oh, yeah. of around the world, Yeah, you can just <laughs> click and download. Yeah. You know, I often wonder, and, and uh, this is a little off subject, but not because it's in the Bible. In uh, Revelation, it says there will be an angel that flies around the earth yeah. proclaiming the word. Yeah. And I've often wondered if, you know, because angel, it, it can mean messenger. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily need need to be a supernatural being yeah. sometimes in Scripture. Um, you know, of course, when it's the angel of the Lord, it's not just, yeah. it, it, it still be a messenger, but yeah. we understand those differences. I've often wondered if that's a satellite. Yeah. You know, because uh, when that was first happening in my lifetime, yeah. I, I've experienced all of this from, Zero to 60. Yeah. And uh, I wondered when I was very young in the Lord, is that a satellite? Is that some Flying sort of around the world proclaiming device? the word? Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. It's changed the world. When you look at what radio did and then satellite TV and being able to get it to every corner of the world. And now with phones, you go to third world country and the little kids will have three devices. That's like, crazy. You know, they demand on our work and yeah. they got to move the SIM card from one to the other, but yeah. they can yeah. get the Bible now on just an audible or like some downloadable thing yeah. in their phone yeah. everywhere in the world. Yep. So it's, it's remarkable. It's pretty crazy. Good. Yeah. Yeah, crazy good. Anyway, so what do we got to do today? Is there anything going on we need to tell folks about? Or is we, it... We'd love for you to be a part of service. It's just the weekend services. We've Come got on. lots of options. Go to the site in the app to, to see that. We've got five locations. And so we'd love to see you back at church. 
and be a part of what God is doing here. And of course, we've got online. So we got yeah. two in Merritt Island, one in Cocoa, one in Vieira, and then online. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you counted with your I was, fingers. I had, to, I had to take my shoes off. And <laughs> You're just, growing this thing. Use Boy, my these, toes. Expand I'm thinking, your tents. Come on. Five, five locations. locations. I'm thinking, what is it? Fifth location online. Yeah. Which is uh, actually the biggest location. It is. It's in incredible. Many ways. Yeah. yeah, it's it's great. Well, anyway, let's get into the chapter. Yeah, we're in chapter fourteen, and I'm gonna read New King James. What are you reading? I'm gonna do the New Living Translation. New Living. So I'm gonna read the first. There's thirty-five verses. So seventeen. Should I go to seventeen or should I go to? Yeah, I'll go to seventeen because my it, it ends on the page there for me, yep. and you can take eighteen. And Perfect. Be on a new page. So there we go. All right. I must say unto you, read, sir. The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. He who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is perverse in his ways despise him. In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find it, but knowledge is easy to him who understands. Go from the presence of a foolish man when you do not perceive in him the lips of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools mock at sin, but among the upright there is favor. The heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger does not share its joy. The house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tent of the upright will flourish." There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end of the way, but its end is the way of death. Even in laughter, the heart may be sorrow. There may, man, I'm not doing good here. Starting over verse 13, even in laughter, the heart may sorrow and the end of mirth may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. The simple believes every word, but the prudent considers well his steps. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and a man of wicked intentions is hated. Verse 18, simpletons are clothed with foolishness, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. Evil people will bow before good people. The wicked will bow at the gates of the godly. The poor despised even by their neighbors, while the rich may the rich have many friends. It is a sin to belittle one's neighbor. Blessed are those who help the poor. If you plan to do evil, you will be lost. If you plan to do good, you will receive unfailing love and faithfulness. Work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Wealth is a crown for the wise. The effort of fools yields only foolishness. A truthful witness saves lives, but a false witness is a traitor. Those who fear the Lord are secure. He will be a refuge for their children. Fear the Lord is a life-giving fountain. It offers escape from the snares of death. A growing population is the king's glory. A prince without subjects has nothing. People with understanding control their anger. A hot temper shows great foolishness. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like a cancer in the bones. Those who oppress the poor insult their maker, but helping the poor honors them. A wicked, the wicked are crushed by disaster, but the godly have a refuge when they die. Wisdom is enshrined in an understanding heart. Wisdom is not found among fools. Godliness makes a nation great, but sin is a disgrace to any people. A king rejoices in wise servants, but is angry with those who disgrace him. 
Amen. We've just got one more, uh, one more proverb, proverb fifteen of. Uh, I think they call them antithetical uh, uh, parallelism. Okay. In other words, where you have a have opposites. Mm-hmm. Fool, wise man. You yeah. know, rich, poor. Yeah. You know, hungry, Contrasting full. Contrasting back and forth. Yeah, they contrast back and forth, and like ten through fifteen are almost almost completely that kind of. Yeah. And so they're a little bit self-contained. Each and every yeah. verse of the proverb almost stands alone. You can't do that with much scripture yeah. out there. But with uh, Proverbs, it's like, well, one verse, it's like a whole thought. Kind of says it all. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thought, and you don't necessarily need five other verses with it for it to make sense. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's going on in this chapter. Anyway, that's just a little fun thought. But what stood out to you, Pastor Christy? Man, there's so many good ones here. Is <laughs> As I read back through it, I was re-highlighting a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. Is The one that really got me big time is... A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Which, Jealous, which those, chapter? This is which verse? Ver, I mean, the verse thirty. Thirty. Yeah. A, a peaceful a, heart. A okay. peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy mm. is like cancer to the bones, and in our culture, especially today, many of you may be familiar with this term of FOMO, the fear of missing out, and the social media dilemma that we have has really created an issue with this: is that people are not even posting just to share their life is a lot of times it becomes a game is when you look at the people who created social media and they want to keep us addicted to it is it becomes a life of comparison and jealousy and wanting up like this idea of keeping up with the Joneses and FOMO. And I have to fight it with myself is I've taken fast from social media and it's very refreshing because I realize there's some, some brokenness in this, but you think about this, this, Encouragement from Solomon, a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. It's good. Spirit, soul, and body. It's like, you know, what we read in the New Testament is that I want to bless you in all of these things, but jealousy is like cancer to the bones, is it will eat you up when you're comparing to someone else. Is it so dangerous? Well, mine says a sound heart is life to the body, but uh, I like that peaceful heart uh, picture. I also feel like... um, this is not only talking about, you know, peace and, and soundness in a natural sense, which in many ways, we're just talking about the natural addiction of social media. And we've all been there. I mean, I, I post on social media twice a week. Um, I'm very, very selective about how much time I spend on it. I don't spend any time on it. I just go do my post and leave yeah. or I try to leave. Because sometimes I see a face I recognize, yeah. and I'm drawn, and pretty soon, I've, I'm 10 minutes later, I look up, and I go, what did I just do? Nothing. Yeah, what happened? Absolutely nothing. I just kind of followed this rabbit trail off into social media wilderness, and now, wait a minute, let me go back and post what I was going to do, and get out of Dodge. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel, but, um, you know, the other side of social media is the missionary can stay in touch from anywhere in the world. I know. The, the, you know, all of these things are not inherently bad. Yep. It's how we use them. Yeah. And so we're on social media as a church in yep. a lot of different ways. And so it's just not bad and it's not just good. Yeah. It's like any other object or medium. Yep. Like when the TV came out, I mean, Christianity went nuts, yeah. you know, like, ah, it's a one-eyed devil and, yeah. you know, da 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 on and on they went. But... 
it got to the place where when Billy Graham was on TV or, or Oral Roberts or some of these people that Changed in that world. did, it was incredible yeah. the the crusades that Billy Graham had and being broadcast all over the world. And it was, it was, would have never, ever heard him. And so my mother-in-law, you know, got saved by listening to a Billy Graham, you know, TV broadcast. And that's where she gave her heart to the Lord. So the TV is not a demon. It's not, you know, it's a part of our family's legacy and it's cool. But it could be if you're watching the worst of the worst on there. Faces of death, you know, or some of these things that you're just like going down a dark rabbit hole. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the real truth is, uh, it reminded me of guard your heart with all diligence yeah, for funny. out of it flow the issues of yeah. life. Yeah. Was that like Proverbs 320 or something like that or 420 or something? But yeah, it is a, it's, it's your heart that's the key here. Mm-hmm. And so what you do with your heart, how you guard your heart, how you protect your heart is the important part here. And that yeah. can be in any journey you take. Yeah. That can be a drive down, you know, Courtney or, you know, whatever, whatever part of town you're in, 192 or Highway 50 or wherever you're at, it can be a drive down the road. You know, what are you going to think about? What are you going to focus on? You know, what are you going to lend your eyes to? You know, that type of thing. So, you know, it's, it is life to the body when you have a sound heart or a peaceful heart. I like that too. Yeah. And not trying to compare, because like you said, I I focused on social media, but we can do it with neighborhoods and vehicles. And this happens a lot with young people. We've got Nick who's getting married next month, which is awesome. But if Nick tried to immediately live the same lifestyle that a 50 year old is, who's been working for 30 years and like, well, I need that car, that house, that stuff, all those things, you're getting caught up in a jealousy that you may not realize versus, hey, I'm going to put my dues in and I'm going to work my way up and I'm going to live below low my means, yep. start saving some money, yep. you know, and make some good decisions. You know, if a person will do that, um, really all of my kids own their own home in their 30s. Yeah. Uh, paid for. Yeah. Not just, you know, not got just, a loan. Not just paying a loan, yeah. Paid off their home in their 30s. Yeah. Because they, they learn to, you know, give, save. Yeah. You know, and then spend wisely. Huge, and uh, it it makes a big difference. You know, we can't take all the credit for that. The, some of the they're smart, and you know, they make good choices and mm-hmm. all of that. But you know, it it's a powerful thing if you try not to do it. Uh, it how can we balance, Pastor Christian, the difference between comparing? And using someone as a an example or yeah. an encouragement. Yeah, I think the idea of having someone who disciples and leads you is that you need to be around people who are further ahead. And I, we, we shared this when we preached recently a couple of weeks ago is you don't want to be the smartest person at the table or the most spiritually strong is you do need someone before you. Like I've got incredible people in my life. You're an example and I've got others that have been through life a little bit more than me and have some good examples that can help pull me up to those levels. So I'm not, you know, dangerously compared, but I can see some examples. And if you've been successful in real estate or you've been successful in other ways, that can help encourage me in that, but I'm not looking at with an envious eye. And a lot of it has to do with my heart again. Right. Yeah. And you know, like, for example, when Carol and I, we had our first child and we became Christians, we had the opportunity to go to a guy's house in uh, uh, eastern Colorado, who was a wheat farmer, who had two teenage kids, and their family was awesome. Yeah. It was just so much fun to be at their home, to see their family interact. 
And I mean, I was a hell raising. Can you say that on the radio? Yeah, you can. I was a hell raising teenager. It's in the Bible. Carol, yeah, Carolyn uh, made a bunch of crazy choices as a teenager. And we were a little bit gun shy of, you know, now we got a kid. How's this going to work? Yeah. Uh, maybe we should all just die and go to heaven type yeah. of thinking. I don't want to mess uh, this up. We saw these guys and we thought, wow, maybe we could have a family like that. Yeah. And the guy's name, I still remember, Rod Thoma. And we're yeah. talking about 42 years ago or whatever it was, 43 years ago. And, and seeing that family and understanding what God was doing there was just yeah. – it was incredible, and that example, you know, just changed our lives. Yeah. We weren't, you know, I didn't go out and try to buy a wheat farm. Yeah. You know, I didn't go out and try to buy the same truck he had. I just prayed and said, God, show me how to you have a family. Like that, yeah. Show me how to have a family that honors you, and it loves one another, and kids are respectful, yet they could have fun and laugh about stuff and mess yeah. around, and, you know, it was just, it was a powerful experience. That's so, cool. Yeah, the comparison is bad. But examples and and leadership, really good, really, really good. Yep. So what do we got? How much time we got left? What do you want? Yeah, verse four. Verse four, let's do it. Yeah, I love it. And you really live this out well, too, is it says, without oxen, a stable stays clean, (laughs) but you need a strong ox for a large harvest. And I've heard you say this, and I've quoted it many times, is that our church is not meant to be a mausoleum, is it's really supposed to be a place that we can use. Like, you you say it better than that. I'm missing the the final part Uh, of it. No, you're okay. But the idea of... You know, we were praying over our new Vieira building, which will be coming soon, is, you know, it's okay if things get broke. It's okay if the building gets used because that's the point. We've got hundreds of teenagers using the facility, and it's their church. We're not trying to have just this big place that's perfect, is that it's okay. Without oxen, a stable stays clean. But guess what? That oxen's going to get some stuff done. He's going to make it happen. Absolutely. In other words, you're going to have to shovel some poop to, yeah. to grow some crops. Absolutely. There's a side benefit, though. When your oxen is in the stable and you've got to clean it out all the time, you get poop. Yeah. What, what do you use the ox for? To plow the field. Yeah. Well, ultimately, the thing that is the nastiest part of an oxen yeah. ends up being fertilizer Absolutely. for the field. Incredible and so harvest. what we don't understand very often is, is some of the, the hardest, most difficult things like that. And, you know, it's like grandma's house, and I'm, I'm not picking on you out there if you're this way. I just encourage you to maybe think about it. Mm-hmm. But um, like grandma's house, when your kids go to their grandma's house, does grandma freak out because they're running around? Don't touch this. Don't touch the back door. You know, keep their little blah, blah, blah. My mom was the, the best at this yeah. ever, and Carolyn has become the best at this ever, yeah. too. But one day after uh, Daniel— had gone to bed, my mom said, isn't that beautiful? And I'm like, she's looking out the, she had sliding glass doors on her bedroom there at our house. She lived with us for about the last seven years of her life. And I, and I look out the window and I'm like, uh, what's beautiful, mom? Said that right there. And I'm like, I don't see anything. She says, see that little handprint on the glass? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. She says, that's Daniel's handprint. Awesome. It was like it changed. It really it did something amazing in me and Carolyn as well. And you know, our we don't want to. I mean, if kids are, you know, disrespectful and breaking stuff on purpose, yeah, bust them on the butt. That's That's how we feel about it at our house. We'll paddle your butt, but make your house a fun place. Yeah, it's safe. It's fun. It's you know, it's okay. Yeah, you know, Carolyn's dedicated a a room of our house for the for the kids just to. 
you know, play in and go nuts. But that doesn't mean they can't do anything anywhere else. Yeah. Unless I'm watching football, then yeah. they got to get out of there. Get somewhere else. Yeah, I get out of here. Yeah. You're out in kids. Yeah, I'll brag on my mom a minute for like that. <laughs> is when she moved down to this area four or five years ago, she put up a zip line and a trampoline uh, and a treehouse yeah, and like yeah. some legit smart, stuff. Smart. So the grandkids have a great time there. And That's why we put in a pool. Yeah. On the other side is I love my grandma, but I got swatted by the umbrella a bunch of times if you touch stuff because it was like, be careful, you know, don't break anything. There's a lot of fragiles. And so it was like kids play outside. You know, and that was okay. Oh, yeah. But it was a different time. I met my grandmother on my father's side one time. I went to Ohio with my dad and uh, was at the house. I'd never been in Ohio before. I've never seen, like, wild berries growing. Yeah. And she had a trellis going up the side of her house that had, uh, I think, raspberries on it. If I might have been blackberries, but blackberries or raspberries. And uh, I was a monkey, man. Yeah. I, I shinnied up and got up on the roof, yeah. went on top of the trash can. Absolutely. Because there were a bunch of them growing up there. So I'm up on the corner of the roof like a monkey eating, going, these, going town. eating these berries and throwing them down to my cousin. And she came out and she went oh, yeah. crazy on me. Lit and it was up. like, uh, and I never met any of my other grandparents ever. Yeah. Never met my grandmother or grandfather on my That's mom's tough. side. I never met my grandfather on my dad's side. And this is the only grandparent I'd ever met. And after meeting her, I said to myself inside, "Oh, I don't really need grandparents. Don't really need them if this I is what I'm getting. I don't really getting. need them because I don't need any more trouble in my life. Yeah, and that was it. You're getting trouble enough with the school teacher and with everybody else oh, yeah. that you want someone who's going to be able to wrap their arms around you. And <laughs> I like that idea. And if you're listening out there and you're involved too with like church and school and those things, just know that those kids that were like a like me, maybe a little bit like Pastor Dan too, we were a little bit of a handful." We can do some stuff when we grow up, too. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, I encourage my kids. I said, hey, you're strong, but that same strength is going to be used. God's going to use that as an asset. Is yeah, that energy is, is powerful and important. It's like yeah. my daughter, when she was young, she, she told me, like, two. She told me, like, no, 37 times yeah. one day. And I was like, I went around the corner. I said, God, help me with this kid. Yeah. And the Lord asked me, I mean, so plain in my heart, would you rather she be weak-willed or strong-willed? Yeah. When she meets her first boyfriend. Come on. And I'm like, never mind. Strong will. Good to go. go back. Good Let's to get, go. Keep saying it, Tell girl. me no again. It's all right. Yep. You Absolutely. Know it's just yeah. one of those things where, hey, there's life and strength. And, and the really wise teachers and parents and people, uncles that I had in my life were ones that were able to see that way yeah. and not just see the problem. Yeah. But see behind the problem. And like they don't, my uncle would always give me something to do. Yeah. He'd always stay you know, busy. And he, you're good here's to go. a, he'd give me a sawhorse and a hammer and nails when I was four years old. Good to go. You know, bam, bam, bam. Oh, I hit my finger. Yeah, I did all that stuff. He didn't care as yeah. long as I was busy over there. Yeah. And so I come back. I had 47 nails in yeah. a in a sawhorse. Good to go. Yeah. And so he he was sharp in that way. You know, he did always put something dangerous in my hand. So I don't know all about all that. You but made it through. I made it through. I got all my fingers. Yeah. At least not all of them are straight. But anyway, yeah. hey, we'll be right back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age 
or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Okay, you guys are going to have to lean in and probably get the podcast or go back and listen to this to get this. But it says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but, the end, but its end is the way of death. Verse 12. I just want to talk to you about making a decision. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end, but its end is the way of death. How does it read in the New Living? There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. Okay, so making a decision is so important. Yeah. Uh, the best example of that in the scripture is Esau and Jacob. Esau made a decision to trade his birthright, uh, which means his inheritance, yeah 
for a bowl of cabbage soup. I mean, that's like, was he even Jewish? I mean, most Jewish kids do better than that. They know how to trade. Yeah. Wheel and deal. <laughs> that's a good word. Hey, I'm telling you, what did he do? He overvalued the stew. Yeah. He undervalued the cost. Yeah. Wow. Think about that. Overvalued. He didn't choose with the long run in view. Yeah. He chose with the short run yeah. in view. And uh, he took the path of least yeah. resistance. Very important that when you make a decision, you what does God say? What does the word say? Pray about it. Do you have peace? Uh, can it have a ne- negative impact on your family in the long run? Can you live with the consequences? And then possibly why are you yeah. making that decision? Motive is important too. Yeah. Hey, God bless you guys. Have a great day. Proverbs is full of wisdom. We'll talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.